Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of our podcast. Uh, we wanted to explore today what other options are there uh, besides yoga. So if we think of yoga as a physical practice, which, um, spoiler alert, it's not just a physical practice. And if you guys have watched any of our episodes, you would know that already. But if we focus on the phys physical uh, side of things on yoga, um, we wanted to sort of explore what else we think you should maybe look into, you should try uh, to complement yoga in your uh, physical practice. Hi, everyone. Indeed, um, there's a whole lot of things out there um, that need exploring and uh, that ideally we should be exploring apart from yoga and uh, admitting that yoga may be a workout uh, or better yet referring to the physical part of a yoga practice. Um, it's really very smart to diversify uh, the workouts that we do and because we would then target different muscle groups um, we would obviously improve um, uh, extensively our cardiovascular health and we would be enhancing our overall strength and flexibility and there are a lot of practices physical practices out there that are complements that complement yoga in a nice way um, in a compelling way um, apart from that it's always good to try out new things because it helps it helps remove uh, boredom, so to put it, uh, or it prevents boredom um, and keep us uh, motivated in our in our self-help journey or in our fitness journey, if you will. So really depending on our character, on our way of being, on our personality, some of us are more, for sure, more, more traditional, more loyal to just yoga right while others are really curious and open to new challenges and open to challenge their body and their mind in different ways yeah so so let's uh deep dive uh yeah and bit uh, into and that before, before we deep dive though um one other thing that i just wanted to add to everything that you said is that um yoga can be let's say a whole body practice right uh, and there are different styles. And by the way, we have a whole episode on styles, different styles of yoga. So if you're interested to learn more about that, go check that one out. Um, but yeah, even with the different styles, uh, there's still, I, I guess there's still um, functional movements maybe, or just overall, uh, if you think about overall body health, um, there are still uh things that yoga doesn't necessarily target or you know um really uh helps you uh use let's say different uh muscle groups or maybe different uh functional movements right so then it's good to have other um you know physical activity other movement complementing yoga if you're interested in like a whole body uh holistic view um which I think should be a goal for all of us to, you know, live a healthy, long, um, functional life. Um, and for that, yeah, we think there's there's more out there uh, that you should look into outside yoga. 
Yeah, I think so too, Alex. And I think the lack of movement and being immobile um, and getting stuck physically and not only is is truly what kills us, honestly. Um, getting off of your butt <laughs> is really good uh, on the long run. Uh, in my personal experience, I have noticed that, okay, I have some chronic conditions and, and physical ailments that are, how to put it, put me into some sort of regular pain here and there in the body. But in my personal experience, I have noticed to uh, understand that, that I have understood to notice that it's, if, if I don't move, it's really problematic. If I don't move, everything hurts. So to me, it's that simple. Yeah, and which is why I try to really do something uh, every day. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's a very silent killer, so to speak. You don't necessarily realize it. And then when you do, it might be too late. And yeah, again, if you're interested in, in health span, right? Not just lifespan, but health span, mm -hmm. uh, then I think it's uh, really important that you have this whole body approach and you do um you know um you keep active throughout your life uh with different different activities yeah active is the keyword you know my my very first yoga teacher used to say that you need to move because if you don't move now when you're old and you want to reach for a jar of pickles in your pantry you will be mm, you will simply not be able to reach the upper shelves right yeah, so it's all, it's all functional, right? It's, you you want to function. <laughs> uh, and in order to do that, actually, you have to work for it, so to speak, um, to be able to then, yeah, just, just have a, an easy life. You have to work for it. Yeah, that's, some, that, that's a, a hard pill to swallow because actually being at ease, and having an easy life and living life easily or whatever other synonyms we might find actually requires effort in the now, in the present moment. That's what's, what it is yeah. not difficult to, it, what, that's what's not easy to comprehend, I think. Um, and beyond, beyond the sense of achievement that we might have, beyond the sense of, of um, understanding that, wow, I am shocked at what my body can do and what is it is capable of beyond all of that there is the basic simple functional movements you know like if you have kids lifting them in your arms carrying them around when they're grown or lifting heavy bags climbing up the stairs or whatever else um this is that we need to deal with and it's so banal it's so simple it's so commonsensical and yet some of our some of us have trouble achieving mere functional movements because we have desk jobs because we sit in, on our asses eight hours a day or obviously even longer and we, we are so engrossed and so focused on our work or with the, on our video game or whatever it is that we're doing that we don't even get up every 50 minutes or every hour you know like we should so yeah this is all yeah. to say that you know go out there and try move <laughs> uh plus um the other thing is that the way our society is built right now, at least for, you know, us um, here in in the countries where, you know, we can afford uh, this technology and can afford to watch YouTube and so on. Uh, they're built in a way that you don't even need to leave the house anymore, right? To 
have everything, right? So you you work from home. Uh, let's say you you sit at your desk for eight hours, then you switch, you know, you uh, your desk for the sofa, and then you can just order food in. Of course, if you can afford it, but um, you know, you have that option. You can order food in, and then you just watch TV or whatever, and then you go to bed, and then another day starts, and you you yeah, you just don't even need to leave the house, let alone move. Um, so it, it makes it quite easy. And I think, you know, I, I appreciate our society. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate that we have all these options. It's really nice. But I think the downside is this, that you could end up in, yeah, not, just not doing anything because it's yeah. so, easy. so easy. It's so easy to just to just sit all day and then wake up to yet another day of sitting all day. <laughs> you can order food in, you can order grocery in um cleaning products or, or whatever else um some of so, some of us don't even need to clean their homes they have somebody you know in our own little bubble we might have somebody doing that for us so yeah it's it's simply terrible it looks like society is set up in such a way that they that that we're being kept immobile and fat <laughs> or at least uh we're organized our lives are organized in such a way that uh, getting fat and and sick and and uh unflexible is uh, favored of course this is this is valid for for uh, some of us um but but, but yeah think, yeah you could you could argue that but i think you know initially we've done all this for that easy life right to be easy, to be comfortable. That's all. Oh. And if you think about it as a as a species, I guess we are looking for comfort, or at least our brain is looking for comfort. Uh, it's definitely not looking for discomfort, right? It's trying to keep you safe. And in doing, you know, safe means something you know, something that is comfortable. If you're inside the house, let's say you're safer than if you go outside and so on and so forth. How interesting is it to notice that what we've so much fought for is what's what might be killing us in the end. So yeah, it's it's the irony, right? But it's I guess the idea that nothing is perfect, right? So everything that is good probably has some, some downsides. downsides. Yeah, some downsides maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Um... Moving back to to physical to the physical side of things and trying out new things, right? Um, um, I know for a fact that nothing can truly replace uh, weightlifting. So if you're a fan of that, um, good for you. If not, maybe it's time to start to experiment with it. Um, word is that it's one of the most uh, complete physical activities you can do with your body and. Um, truly truly valuable for uh, for your overall health and, and and well-being have you ever done alex um, any very classical by the book standard fitness routines in gyms like weightlifting or uh, not a fan i guess a bit yeah resistance training um i was gonna say i think when you start at least that's um the case for me uh it would be good maybe to start like body weight um you know training so not necessarily actual weights again i am not a fitness trainer or anything like that so um but that's at least as i said from my perspective and then work up to 
uh, actual weights. Um, so yeah, that, that was my experience and I don't do it enough. So let's just put it that way. I do a bit, um, but it's not like a proper regimented, you know, every week in the gym, three days a week doing different, um, you know, muscle groups or stuff like that. I don't do that. Um, that being said, I think I should, but I don't, uh, but I, I sort of, you know, go to the gym every so often and do some stuff. So that's, but that's not the way you should do it. Um, but that's, that's where I am. And I, I do agree that doing some resist, some form of resistance training is, uh, very much has been very much shown, uh, you know, in studies, that is one of the best, uh, things you could do to be able to, you know, live a healthy, um, long, a functional life. Yeah, that's what they say. Um, this is probably, although I am perfectly in the know, that is, it's, it's uh, essential and preferable and advisable. Um, it's one of the things that makes me the most uncomfortable to be honest. Uh, so I'm just putting myself out there, <laughs> even though I'm uh, six days a week uh, in a gym environment for the mere purpose of uh, teaching or practicing yoga, not teaching or practicing fitness. It's still those, um, uh, the fitness, these fitness machines that kind of scare me away and put me off. So what I think is best for each and every one of us is find the thing, not necessarily find the thing that we like, but rather find the thing that we hate the least, you know, at least that, and just start doing it because it's very important to find a physical activity that we don't hate <laughs> or that we like yeah. and to which we can, um, you know, be uh, show consistency and discipline and, yeah, uh, regular classical fitness is is not something that I in, can do with pleasure or constance. Um, but yeah, sadly, it's been proven to be very efficient. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. And um, to, to what you were saying, right, there's, yeah, find something you enjoy. Um, and I think there's so many activities out there that there must be something. You just have to be willing to try. Oh, yeah. I generally think there's no way, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm, you know, I'm naive, but whatever. I don't think there's no way you can't find something that you would enjoy, or at least to your point, no. you know, don't hate, whatever. Um, because there's so many things that you could do, but again, you have to be open to try. You know, the, the best fitness professionals always say that the most efficient uh, exercises that we should stick to are the ones that are the simplest and the most boring, which is basically squats, deadlifts, planks. So yeah, they they don't come with an yeah, instruction well, manual. It's it's those movements, like push, pull, um, hinge, there's another one maybe or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, the very basics of it. Um, so that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, in my experience, I have uh, incessantly tried to find something that I don't hate and I actually found something that I really love and that's Pilates, not the mat work Pilates, but the one on the apparatus. Um, I really love reformer machines and spine correctors and uh, ladder barrels and uh, towers and uh, Cadillacs and all of that. Um, 
the Pilates practice I have found, it is one that truly complements a yoga practice, yoga asana practice. Uh, somehow both disciplines work the muscles that keep you balanced and make sure your posture is straight and correct and your vertebral spine is um, functioning optimally. So they work on the muscles that are smaller, that are um, in the inner side of your body, closer to the spine, rather than the big muscles that are distal, um, that are you know, on the outer side of your body, like regular fitness does, for instance. So this is my uh, workout uh, regimen, re regime, so to put it. And I do Pilates daily from Monday to Friday. Um, apart from my regular yoga practice, it's all that I do, but it makes me happy and it shows on my body. And what's interesting, but yeah, I bet you didn't see this coming. Uh, also, when I stop doing it, it also shows. <laughs> so that's something that we, I think, must understand and have a really hard time understanding, or at least I, I was not uh, comfortable in accepting. It's that once you start something, you have to keep on doing it. Um, of course, breaks are needed and necessary and obvious and natural, but the point is that we must at least walk if we don't run. We must at least, you know, get out of the, the chair um, if we if we stay all day there. So even the smallest things matter and discipline and, and constance matters. It's it's the sad truth. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. It's uh this uh fitness guy that I follow that says something is better than nothing. Um and that is 100% the case and I think that's a good mentality to have um, especially for the perfectionists out there which is um, which I can identify with because it's like hey if I don't if I don't have time to do this 35 minutes 40 whatever an hour practice I'm not going to do anything which is not good it's better to be like okay I have 10 minutes I'll do 10 minutes because 10 minutes is better than zero minutes yeah but um Going back to what you were saying about Pilates, so first off, I didn't know you were doing like five times a week. Now that's commitment. Um, I love it. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. And um, I totally understand what you're you're saying with it complementing yoga and actually helping you um, very much on the functional side of things. So as I think I've mentioned already in one of our other episodes, but I have hypermobility. So um, the doctor, when I got the diagnosis, he's like, look, you could do Pilates uh, because, you know, you're in hypermobility, you know, your, your joints are super lax. So uh, you tend to rely on them more again because of that and you don't realize it and then you can end up kind of hurting your joints. So Pilates helps you do movements um that would uh, that you couldn't otherwise do without the uh, machines there right if we talk about reformer pilates and that's the one um i was uh, talking about um it helps you do those without putting that um you know that additional load on your joints strain yeah help yeah helping you um strengthen your muscles without the joint load so it's very good uh in that regard as well uh, especially for people uh, that have hypermobility, as far as my doctor told me. 
Yeah, he's so very right. And generally speaking, for those of us who have uh, hyperextension in their elbows or knees, um, and so on and so forth, um, the best the best thing we could do is strengthen the muscles that surround that specific joint, and we can do that via a number of practices. Um, Pilates on the machines is really good because it keeps you focused both mentally and physically. So it doesn't really let you go overboard or injure yourself. It was, in fact, invented for injured people in the war uh, back in the 60s. So so for sure, it's it's the safest. Uh, it, it's an extremely safe practice that even pregnant women can do um, and elderly people can do. Um, but for sure, Alex, there, there are some activities that I know for sure you do and you enjoy a lot let's let's talk about those what's what's yeah, your favorite yeah. thing to do sure so i was gonna say spoiler alert i don't do pilates although i should so i just gave a speech about like how i should and it will help <laughs> me and i don't do it um that's not to say that uh i'll never do it i actually did uh research uh you know like reformer pilates around me uh a few months back but just didn't do anything about it i think i might at some point so uh i definitely feel like it's it's a good practice to your point and you know it helps but with all of that the other let's say thing that my doctor recommended for um for hypermobility and just in general is swimming and lucky for him uh, as well as me i really enjoy swimming so <laughs> So I do that uh, and I don't necessarily, you know, I, I used to do it before I got this diagnosis, before anything. So I, I did it anyway, but uh, knowing that it's also good, it just um, helps, um, I guess, continuing with it. But as I said, I really enjoy it. So yeah, swimming is um, something that I try to do three times a week i'm not as committed as you are with pilates um, no but it's super cool that you do it three times a week it's 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 just perfect i would humbly say it's enough and swimming is such a complete sport to do it helps you regulate your breath it's actually cardio movement it really helps uh with the spine um and it's an overall workout for the whole body so yeah yeah, yeah Lovely. Exactly. it is a whole body workout again with less load on the joints <laughs> um and yeah i um i try to do that um and as i said i really enjoy it so i'll go for like an hour uh three times a week um and then outside of that something else that i enjoy that i wouldn't i don't know if you would really consider it a workout it's more like just doing something is cycling so um whenever possible uh, throughout the year mostly I would just go cycling you know whether I go you know just to cycle to the park or whatever or I actually go somewhere but I cycle there um, so I really enjoy that and especially when the weather is nice here in London I feel like it's so nice to go cycling and just discover different things and be on your bike so I really, yeah, I do that. I don't know. I don't have like a, you know, I don't have a schedule for it every week, whenever I feel like it, as much as possible when uh, the weather's nicer, though. Um, yeah. I suck at cycling. I'm so bad at it. I'm a mess, but I, I can't, I don't think I can even take a curve, you know, properly. But, <laughs> but I, um, I'm very good at stationary bikes, with stationary bikes. 
So do, do you rent bikes when you're on, away on holiday, maybe? Or yeah, 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 actually, yes. And I was gonna say on the bike part that I learned to cycle way in my, you know, like uh, adulthood life. So basically, I was right. cycling when I was a kid, um, and yeah, it was terrible. Uh, at the beginning so I totally know what you mean I don't think I'm a pro now either to be fair but I am okay enough to you know cycle pretty much everywhere I didn't cycle yeah pretty much everywhere I'd say if it's a lot of traffic and um, uh, you know um, busy road I might not be so comfortable being uh -huh. there but um, but yeah, when I started, I couldn't break or I would break, but it would, it would just be a bad experience. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so that was my, and I know what you mean about curves and stuff, like whatever, right? Curves. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but I think if you, you know, uh, if you try to, you know, you just, if you practice, you'll get better. At least that's how I found it. I just As kept going. Everything. Until, yeah. Because I like it. Um, Probably so yeah, we, reflecting back on what I said earlier, we truly must find something that we like because otherwise it's difficult to be disciplined with it, right? I think. And yeah, uh, and then, yeah. <clears throat> I, I remember you, you you asked and I kind of didn't answer. I just realized <laughs> if, uh, if I rent uh, bikes when I go on holiday. And yeah, sometimes I do, depending on where the holiday is and what options they're there. And if there are options to rent, they usually are, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's really nice. Everywhere. Um, I usually tend to go somewhere where there's like a beach and the sea. That's <laughs> what I usually like. So you know, renting a bike and maybe cycling along the sea is something yeah, really nice. And then you can see that city you're in or wherever you are, just explore the surroundings. Yeah, and it's, it's the perfect combo, no? Because you get your heart rate up, you do some small workout or a full workout if it's a longer distance or whatever. And at the same time, you explore the surroundings and, um, you know, deep dive into the landscape with your all of your senses. So it's it's really perfect to enjoy uh such a holiday i would say yeah and i also really like walking which i know you could argue like walking but i mean walking can be you know a, a workout or i i feel like to be able to walk uh quite some distance on the daily is not such an easy feat that people think it is so to speak so that's all I'd say. So, and I really enjoy it. So I don't do it again necessarily for the fact that I need to move, but because I enjoy it, um, you know, I'll, I'll just go for longer walks and then, yeah, the, the, the side benefit I get, I guess mm -hmm. is that it's also some, some movement there. It can be a workout depending on each and everyone's level of fitness, right? Because if I'm a 75 year old uh, male with cardiovascular disease uh, that I, and I mostly spend my times in my apartment, obviously walking, walking is the perfect workout. It is ideal. So. Depending, it, it, I mean, on your example, that might be even too much, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, but maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, it's, it's, um, it's also the kind of, if you look at what I was just saying, you know, swimming, cycling, walking, it's 
all of these are happening outdoors. So the swimming pool I go to is actually uh, outdoor swimming pool. It's heated. So that's really nice, but it's outdoor as well. So uh, there is this theme uh, of me being outdoors, <laughs> basically. So uh, I found that that really helps with my mental state. And if I don't go outside, if I don't get out, even like for a day, sometimes I'm super busy and maybe I mm. don't make it out the whole day. I just don't feel... I, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, get into like a really bad mental state at that point, but I start to not feel okay. And then as I progress and maybe, you know, there's been times when I've been quite busy, so I didn't do much for like maybe weeks even, and the weather was really bad and whatever. And I realized then at some point it just, it just creeps up on me. I don't even realize it. And then I'm and like, it messes oh, with I'm your mood, it. doesn't it? With your exactly. whole mood of the day. Pretty yeah. with my whole mood, you know, period. So I'm just like not okay. And then I, I, I think back and I'm like, oh, well, I didn't go out and I didn't do much this whole period. So yeah, that checks out. I should. Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah. So it just uh, creeps up on me. And um, now I kind of learned that I need to do it, even sometimes when I don't necessarily feel like it. As I said, maybe the weather isn't great or whatever, or I'm just busy. I would still do it because I'm like, no, because if I don't, uh, at some point I'll, I'll regret it even more. And then it becomes like this cycle, right? Then you're like not in the mood. So it's even harder to do it. And then it just feeds on it. So, yeah. Um, I think for some of us, uh, depending on our personalities and, and the personal preferences, uh, even team sports might be something that is super fun and challenging and maybe the only thing that we do. And that's still absolutely, absolutely great. Um, but I think that uh, from my side, I will try to sum up by saying that uh, whatever is out there, we must uh, give it a go and, and stick to it. Something that we like, preferably. So that's my my discovery. <laughs> because otherwise it's, it's difficult to keep uh, disciplined and to keep moving. And uh, get your yoga on, first and foremost. But you know... People who do yoga, most of us would always say, oh, yoga is the perfect, complete, the most complete practice that you can ever do. Crossfitters will say that you don't need to do anything else apart from CrossFit because CrossFit is perfect and superb and complete and enough. Um, people who do, you, you mentioned working with your own body weight uh, at the beginning of our episode and one amazingly beautiful and efficient body weight workout is TRX. People who do TRX will tell you that it's the only thing you need to do. It's perfect. It's the absolute one thing, the ultimate uh, practice and the ultimate workout. And you should stick to it and to just it. Um, but yeah, it's easy to have a bias. But ideally, we should make sure we complement our workout and our movement and our practices and not just stick to one thing. It's ideal if we can challenge the body in a variety of ways that's my conclusion i get what you're saying everybody you know if you have a a favorite thing you do uh you feel like that's the perfect you know perfect thing and everybody should do it and it's the best and whatever right we, it's we, we're all like that so. it's a trap it's a bias it's obviously yeah uh so yeah, I, I 
totally get that. Um, and just to wrap up from my side, I guess, you know, I've already sort of mentioned that, you know, I don't just limit myself to yoga for sure. And you aren't either. And I think, you know, it's very important uh, for you guys out there. If you take anything out of this, um, out of our ramblings today is that you should um, look into doing more than just one thing, whatever that thing is. Of course, we kind of uh, focused on on yoga and expanded from there, but whatever that is for you, maybe you do weightlifting and you should try yoga, or maybe you do swimming and you should try weightlifting, whatever it is. Don't just, um, there's also like different types of movements, right? Some are cardiovascular, some are more strength um, specific. So, and you want to combine the two. And I think, you know, this is, uh, every doctor's advice. So it's not uh, anything new. Uh, so yeah, just get out there, try different things and see what sticks <laughs> basically. Um, okay. That's our episode today. Um, if you made it this far, uh, thank you so, so much. Um, again, don't forget to like comment and subscribe. Um, and we will see you next time with a new episode. For sure. Bye, guys. Bye.